Hey there, welcome to the Kitchen Sink Podcast. I'm Camille, and this is the podcast for women that want to create a dream kitchen without stress and costing a fortune. If you like no fluff, tell it like it is remodeling advice from a cabinet maker with over 30 years experience, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hey guys, thank you for joining me today as I am cooking up a peach panzanella salad. Um, this is my birthday week and I'm getting ready to leave and go to Vegas for a few days, see some shows, um, you know, swim in the lazy river, maybe do some dancing um, and eat and drink and enjoy ourselves. So I am making this peach panzanella salad as a gift for you guys. I'm also having some people over. So this is like one of my absolute favorite go-to salads. I've been making this for a really long time. It's inexpensive. It looks gorgeous when it's finished. It tastes amazing. And it's just a very easy thing to do when you go to a party. Um, and it's perfect for summer. So it is a is, a, is kind of a remake of a traditional uh, panzanella salad, which is made with tomatoes, all, mostly tomatoes. This has peach in it. So in front of me, I have uh, my champagne vinegar. And so this is made from champagne grapes. It's a very light, slightly fruity champagne vinegar. I have honey. I have a shallot. I have two white peaches and they're quite firm. They're not very ripe. And you, that's what you want. You don't want them too ripe or they get mushy. I have a little uh, handful of yellow tomatoes I have one English cucumber, which is the long, skinny cucumbers. They work the best because they don't have a lot of um, moisture on the inside of the kind of the center of the cucumber. And so they tend to not um, make the salad too wet, right? Too, too much water. I also have some basil and I have a small baguette. And I kind of picked one that's quite um, old, kind of, kind of a little bit less uh, fresh. The harder the bread, the actual better. Um, and in the background, I have some Fleetwood Mac playing, so hopefully that's not too loud. And then I have a tiny bit of Dijon mustard, which sometimes I add the mustard, sometimes I don't. Um, I have a basic little container of some uh, baby spring mix. It's like a light salad mix, not iceberg lettuce. And then a little bit of baby arugula. And the arugula is going to add a spice. I don't know if you've ever had arugula, but it arugula as a salad adds a little bit of a peppery taste to it. And then lastly, I have mozzarella, fresh mozzarella. So the way that this is gonna work is I'm gonna make the vinaigrette first. Uh, it's really quick and easy to whip up. Then I'm gonna uh, dice up my peaches and my tomatoes and the cucumber. And I'm gonna place those in a bowl to kind of um, soak in the juices of the vinaigrette as I uh, toast some of my baguettes. And then I'm gonna basically assemble it all and drizzle the remaining um, vinaigrette over the top of the spring mix. Okay. So I'm going to start with a shallot and a shallot is my absolute favorite onion of all. And I'm hoping that music is not too loud. Of course you guys can't talk back to me and tell me that it is, but, um, so yeah, shallot's really mild. I mean, I, I don't eat it directly, but I feel like I can almost take a bite out of it but I like it way better than white onions. I, I use shallots a lot in my cooking. And um, so I'm gonna just dice up really small dice, really small dice. This is gonna be kind of the base layer of um, the vinaigrette. 
So I've got two quite large bulbs, uh, shallot bulbs. And so I'm, I'm gonna do, I like a lot of the, the dressing. The dressing is so dang good. So I'm gonna probably make maybe double the recipe. So I might use both of these large shallot bulbs. Um, it goes quick. The, the bread absorbs a lot of the juices. So, and even if you don't use it on this salad, you'll still use this vinaigrette on other things. I've also actually used this vinaigrette over, over fish. Uh, champagne vinegar, I don't know, I like it so much. I pretty much only use champagne vinegar um, instead of like a white wine vinegar. It has such a mild, fruity taste. Um, and it fits in so well with fish, so you can put rice wine vinegar, or sorry, sh champagne vinegar over fish, salmon, all kinds of things, um, and it's fantastic. So I've got all of my shallots diced, and so I'm using I'm using my little thing that I got from Pampered Chef. It's a um, it's their little salad thing, <laughs> uh, salad mixer. Uh, I like it because it, it's quite large for a salad mixer, salad vinaigrette mixer. So I can kind of double, I often double recipes. And so I like it more than the traditional, the one that like, you know, I would have had, my mom would have had, right? It's kind of small compared to this. Because sometimes I'll make the vinaigrette and then I'll make double and I'll use it for a couple days after. Right, so I have all my shallots nicely, almost nicely put into my salad mixer, vinaigrette mixer thing. So that's my vinaigrettes. I mean, that's my shallots. Now I'm gonna take my champagne vinegar and I'll post the actual recipe so you guys can um, see everything that's in there, but I'm gonna add quite a bit of glugs because I'm making a lot. I'm making double the recipe. You get the actual sizes in there. And then I'm gonna add my honey. Okay, so I've got a couple big squirts of honey. I use almost exclusively organic honey. Uh, you, this is a fairly sweet vinaigrette, but it gets absorbed by all these other things. And then I'm gonna do a little tab of Dijon mustard. Just like a little small spoon of it. It doesn't taste like a mustardy um, vinaigrette. It just adds a little bit of, I don't know, a little bit of contrast and balance. So I'm gonna add my scoop of like a healthy tablespoon of Dijon mustard. Mmm, mm, Dijon tastes great. And then some salt and pepper. Okay, I'm gonna turn this song down because it's about to get loud. Okay, so then salt. This is going directly into my Pampered Chef. There, okay, that's good. And then a bunch of glugs of extra virgin olive oil. Really good olive oil, clean olive oil. You don't want rancid olive oil because it will definitely change the flavor. So you really want super fresh olive oil. All right, and so that's how fast the, um, then I just shake it up. That's the vinaigrette. This actually goes together quite quickly too. Kind of faster if I wasn't talking, all right? All right, then I taste it. And almost always, I need more honey, which I am. I just know from experience that um, 
So I'm putting some glugs of more honey in. The sweeter it is, the better, because it actually brings out, like, the arugula is quite peppery. And um, it won't taste super sweet when you do it, but it really helps to pull the salad together. Okay, it's a beautiful, like, golden color. Mm, oh my God, tastes amazing. I'm gonna add just a little bit more olive oil, actually. It's a little bit too watery, so I'm gonna add some more olive oil. And then the vinaigrette is done. Okay, so while I'm cutting up my fruit, I'm actually gonna do my bread real quick because it goes really fast. I'm gonna put my bread in the toaster. So I like personally these little skinny long, um, skinny long loaves because they're just so quick to so quick to make in the toaster. I don't even have to turn my full oven on. So I'm just gonna cut some roughly half inch sized breads. And I'm gonna toast these in my little toaster. So it goes really quick. Six, seven, okay. Toaster in. All right, now I'm gonna dice up my peaches. So I'm just rough cutting down the middle. They don't have to be super um, fancy cuts. I do about, so I'm taking out the middle pit on the inside of the peach, but it is important that they're not super ripe. Very important. I uh, used to, when I was first learning how to make this, no matter what happened, I, for some reason I kept gravitating towards peaches that were just too ripe, right? And it would just turn into absolute mush. <laughs> the salad would not hold up by the time you got to the mixing part. And invariably, it would always just turn to complete mush. So now I've, I've learned my lesson. Uh, you really, really do want the peaches to be not ripe. So I've got um, two peaches, two white peaches that are basically not ripe. And they, they smell a little bit and I'm cutting them into basically like half inch. I quarter them into four quarter slices and then I'm doing like, let's say about half inch pieces. So they're kind of like bite sized. And then don't forget if you have a little bit of the middle of the peach part, sometimes a little bit of the pith is there and it's hard. You want to take that off. So that's one, two, and then one, three. So it goes really quick. This also makes a really large salad. So, you know, I'm going to have a group of people over. And so this with a little roast chicken or steak or something on the barbie, right, on the grill. It's like a perfect salad. Um, and I've also used this salad. I've umped up the mustard part and made like a true honey, 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 you know, vinaigrette. And I've done this with like shredded chicken, right? Like shredded roasted chicken, um, cold shrimp, right? Cold cooked shrimp. So there's like a lot of ways you can use this salad, but just its core thing is beautiful. It's so pretty too. The colors, the peaches are like white pink and the little yellow, um, I get yellow tomatoes, little yellow baby tomatoes. Um, and so they're so pretty in there, the colors with the bright pop of the green. There's just like so much texture, like for reals. So let me talk about the shows I'm going to see. These are three of the shows I'm going to see. We might actually see another show, but I'm going to see um, Ka, uh, which is a Cirque du Soleil 
thing. It's like incredible. Like they, I, I don't even know how they do these acrobats. But they basically have like a wall of water that people walk up, but it's not really water, but it looks like water. Um, I don't know. They have like 18 different stages that come in. Um, just incredible acrobats. And that's like a warrior, like a Japanese warrior. Oh, there's my toast. Um, and so that's Ka. And then I'm also seeing, we're also seeing um, Absinthe, which is like a kind of a nighttime club scene, like a little bit of a burlesque show, but tons of acrobats. So I love that. And then we're going to see Mad Apple. Uh, which takes, which is um, celebrating New York City, right? New York, New York Apple, uh, and so that's cool. And then we're seeing, what's the other one we're seeing? Oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm, I got to go back and look at my list. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be really great. So I love Broadway shows, and I've missed going to New York to see stuff. And um, so this will be, you know, this is a lot closer and easier for us to kind of get in and out of. So that's what we're doing. Okay, almost done with peaches. Now, what I'm going to do as soon as I finish these peaches, I'm going to rub a little clove of garlic on my bread. So those little crusty breads, I'm going to rub just a tiny bit of a garlic clove. And it's so fragrant on the bread, little bread chunks. Okay, peaches done. Okay, so I'm going to take all my little breads and I'm going to get a garlic clove. And I'm going to rub this across. Delightful. The garlic smells so good. One more to go. Okay. So now that the garlic's on there, I can just cut these into big chunks. Uh, traditional panzanella has quite large pieces. I hate stuff that's cut too big. So I cut mine actual bite size for my little mouth. <laughs> okay. I can eat a lot, but I don't like large size pieces. So they're literally like three quarter inch by three quarter inch max. Max. Okay, bread is cut up and ready. And the bread goes in almost last, so it's just kind of prepared on the side. Okay, that's me just cleaning off my cutting board um, into my soft closing garbage can. Okay, now I'm gonna cut up my English cucumber, which is the long skinny cucumber that does not have as many seeds um, on the inside, so it doesn't create a lot of water. We don't want a lot of extra juice. We only want the juice from the vinaigrette because you don't want it to be a sloppy salad. Like, it's not a sloppy salad. It's got a ton of texture, and I cut my cucumbers a little bit smaller than my peaches. So if my peaches were, um, mm, oh, this cover tastes amazing. If the peaches were three-quarter by three-quarter, I'm cutting my cucumbers like quarter inch by quarter inch. Well, quarter inch by half inch. Just helps them stand out in the salad better. The bright green of these English cucumbers are beautiful. And I do roughly, I'm going to do a little more cucumber. I probably do if I do two peaches, I'll do one small English cucumber or a half of an English cucumber. Because usually English cucumbers are, are long, right? They're kind of long and skinny. So I might do half, about half as much, right? I don't do exactly the same that I do for cucumbers. I do more peaches than cucumbers, I guess is what I'm saying. 
All right. And the other thing that's great about this salad, this is another way I've used it many times, is you prep the whole thing in advance. And then when you show up at a pool party, right, or a barbecue or a church event or something, you have everything just in some little Tupperwares in one bag. It's super easy because nothing's wet. Everything's pre-diced. And then you, when you get to the party, you, you get a little bowl from the host, hostess, and you put your veg- vegetables, fruits, into a bowl, and you throw the, that vinaigrette over the top of them. And they're, pre, they're pre-macerating, right? They're pre-kind like kind of getting soft. And then right before the dinner is served, you just dump all your dry stuff together. You throw your lettuce that's already been organized, your, um, your bread chunks, right? You just throw it all in a huge bowl, and you toss it with that vinaigrette and those, the fruit and vegetables. And a little bit more on top, and you throw in your, your uh, mozzarella. And it's literally like, it's, it's so great to take to a party because you don't have, to, you don't have this sloppy salad that you're trying to do you just assemble it really quickly so i do that a lot of the time as i pre-cut everything up really easily it's not very much if i was not talking i would be literally 30 times faster than this i'm, I'm cutting up all my little yellow uh, baby sweet yellow tomatoes i'm just cutting them like in half and then half you don't want them to burst and you don't want their juices to come out so you want them to be truly cut up okay so now i've got my baby tomatoes little bit more tomatoes and I probably do the same amount of tomatoes I would do as cucumbers I still want the peaches to be the star so I'm still doing more peach chunks than tomatoes and cucumbers all right it's also like a really great activity for children you can cut up you know little tomatoes and stuff like that really easily give them a knife that's not too sharp and it's fun because they can see all the colors so when I have kids over, I always put them to work with dicing up all these little pieces. And then you just throw them in a Ziploc bag or a uh, Tupperware. And you just throw them in a garbage bag or, a, you know, a grocery bag. And just carry it to your party. All right. So we've got, I'm going to get a bigger bowl. So I'm putting all my peaches cucumbers, tomatoes, into a large mixing bowl, because I'm going to mix this right now. Everybody's coming over shortly. And now I'm going to drizzle over my vinaigrette, over the um, peach vegetable mixture, and I'm just going to let that toss and kind of macerate, meaning it kind of um, gets the veggies the fruits and vegetables starting to break down just a little bit. Let's them release their sugars. Mmm, smells. Oh my god, it smells so good. It's like it's not even done. It smells so good. Okay. So I set that to the side. And now I'm just gonna open up my my spring salad and my arugula. Again, arugula is really nice to have in there because it's it's a little bit peppery. So I wouldn't like make an entire salad out of arugula maybe, but it's really kind of has a nice peppery contrast to the sweet of the vinaigrette and the peaches. So it really is nice. And then I'm also gonna rip off some of my basil and um, get just these leaves, these green leaves off. 
Oh, I don't know about you, but basil is one of my absolute favorite things. Um, I just love the scent of fresh picked basil. <laughs> I put basil on everything. I actually made homemade pizzas last night, which is another recipe I'm going to share with you guys. But um, it's not really a recipe. Everybody knows how to make a pizza, but I'm going to kind of share the way that I do it. And um, I buy these lovely pre-made organic um, uncooked pizza doughs. I absolutely love them. It's called uh, Geo... Oh, I can't remember the name, but I'll... I'll share it. Anyways, and one of the things, one of the reasons I like it is because I get to put the fresh basil on. Okay, this basil. Oh my God, it smells so good. So good. One of the places I want to go to is Thailand, which I still have not been to. And um, so I'm looking forward to all the ways that basil gets used over there. All right, so all my little basil leaves are pulled off. And I keep them basically whole, maybe cut in half just once. You kind of want the basil leaves to be kind of large. Okay, so this is my spring mix salad, and I'm just pulling off some of the like bigger stems of the spinach leaves that I don't just particularly don't like. Um, I don't like the big tails. That's just a little thing about me. I don't like long spinach tails on there. Okay, that should be adequate. And I'm gonna get my bowl. Okay. So I've got a decorative bowl that I'm using. So I'm going to use this. So I do about two big handfuls of my spring mix. It's fresh. You definitely want, this is the kind of salad you want to get your spring mix fresh that day, that morning. You don't want it to be like a week, a week old spring mix. It needs to have like some substantialness, like can you hear that? Like it stands up, it's very springy. Because once we start adding all the fruits and vegetables, it'll be too soggy if um, you know, if it's not if it's not really fresh and springy. I don't know how other how other any other way to call it. Okay, so that's that. Now I'm gonna add another big bunch of arugula, which again adds some stiffness, which will once we put all the fruits and vegetables in, they're heavy, heavier, right? And the juices it'll break this down quickly. All right, so I mixed my spring mix, my arugula. Okay, now I'm gonna throw in my basil, all my big basil leaves. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, now, and I pull out anything that's not, it's a little bit wilted, doesn't look good, right? This is like a really pretty salad. So you don't wanna, you can't really hide anything in this salad. And it will go quick. When you serve this, it'll be gone. It's like candy, like candy as a salad. All right, I'm gonna get my uh, mozzarella and I'm gonna dice that real quick. All right, so salad is picked through, it's clean, looks beautiful. Okay. So now I need my mozzarella. So I like buying these little ones that are called bocachinis. They're the smaller ones. And I'm not sure why, I just, over the years, this is the ones I buy. They're about the size of a small golf ball, or a tennis ball, sorry. And I cut these, um, the mozzarella balls into, again, about mm, half inch by half inch pieces. Not too big, because you don't want, again, you don't want the salad to get so heavy that it gets too bedraggled looking. 
and you've already got the fruit and the juices. So I'm going to cut up about, there's six that come in this little container, six of these little mozzarella balls. So I'm going to probably use three, three of these cut up because of the size of the salad. Okay. I'm going to eat one for myself because it is fantastic. Okay. Last one. Almost there. So I hope you guys are having a good summer. Obviously, there's been lots going on inside the program. Lots of kitchens getting done. <laughs> lots of work being done. Um, super proud of everybody. They've worked really hard on their kitchens. Okay, cheese is done. Now what I'm going to do is add my fruit. So I have my pretty bowl. Bowl I'm going to mix everything in. My veg, uh, my fruit is now kind of juicy. The cucumber tomato mixture, and I'm dumping that on top of my lettuce. Okay. And now I'm going to use the tongs. I add my bread almost last, just so you know. I'm going to mix all this together, tossing my veggies with the lettuce, and I'm going to add some more vinaigrette. And the vinaigrette is again going to start to break down the lettuce and start to meld all this stuff together. It is such a bright, fresh, cheerful, this is like a happy salad. That's what I would say. It tastes fantastic. It's like a happy salad. And, um, and it's kind of nice and cool and got a lot of texture and like, I don't know. It's very satisfying because all the texture. So if you're swimming or it's hot, Right? Like it doesn't feel heavy, but yet it's very satisfying. It's a hearty salad, even though it's very cheerful. Okay, so I got all my veggies in there. My fruits, my peaches. Beautiful. All that. Okay, now I'm going to add my bread. I'm going to pour, I put my bread on directly in the middle. And I'm going to put vinaigrette directly on it. So it kind of juices it up. So more. More of the vinaigrette. I know you guys probably cannot hear that, but I'm dousing it with vinaigrette directly on my little, my little, um, all my little garlic croutons that I made. The crustier the bread, the better. So do not buy soft, fresh bread. It has to be overly, you know, has to be aged bread that's sat and it's kind of stale because it will immediately get softer. Mmm. Oh my god, just tasted a little piece. Tastes great. Now I'm gonna throw my cheese in. All my little cheese chunks. My mozzarella cheese chunks. And so the mozzarella, which you think might be a little bland, it adds a creaminess to the um, spice of the, the sweetness of the peaches and the vinaigrette, and then the spice of the arugula leaves, right? So, and the, and the basil too, so. All right, so I have this huge, gorgeous salad, which you guys can't see. I will take a picture. And of course, put the recipe in as well. And do not be surprised, like I just tossed a bunch of it by accident on the floor because it starts to really build up. And uh, that's when you know it's a good salad. Okay, then I'm gonna do even more. The last of my vinaigrette. Over the top of it. 
And I did, I was a little light on the bread. Normally I would do more bread, but I didn't want to waste your guys' time with listening to me cut bread all the time. But um, just know there are bread chunks, a lot of bread chunks in here. But you could easily kind of just determine what combination of bread to peach ratio that you want. You can make your bread chunks bigger if you want them really, really crusty and, and really noticeable. And again, this is off of a traditional panzanella salad where you'd have large chunks of tomatoes in here, like big red juicy tomatoes. So um, that is my peach panzanella salad. And then typically I would do some pepper. A little bit of pepper over the top again. And that's my salad for you guys. So I will be back next week for countertop week, which I'm super excited about. It's um, kind of like shark week, but for me. So everything you can possibly imagine about uh, countertops, countertop materials. Um, I have two bonus episodes I'm going to be doing, one of which is all about marble. So I know that a lot of women want to use marbles in their kitchen, and they're beautiful, right? And so I'm going to talk about, you know, you might have heard that you're not supposed to use it in the kitchen. You might have heard that it's hard with, um, you know, stains and stuff, but you may not actually understand why that is. So I'm going to, I'm going to break down what is it about marble that makes it so, uh, so difficult to use in a kitchen so that you're really prepared. And so that'll be a bonus episode about all kinds of marbles and rose quartz specifically. Uh, because quartzes are really, people use them for very decorative things. And then I'm going to do a bonus episode on repairs. So I'm going to break down like the top 25 repairs that I used to do on countertops all the time. So that you can really see, um, you know, you can see that it, I, the reason why sometimes I re recommend things is because I've actually seen what it's like on that countertop. You know, six months later, a year later, five years, ten years. So because I used to do a lot of countertop repair for um, for Lowe's, I was a certified fabricator, you know, I've seen just about every person's, I've seen every single brand's uh, manufacturers, I've seen what their repairs are like because I used to do a lot of repair work for other contractors. Um, so uh, I have maybe a unique perspective. It's not just as a designer, like what I think looks good or is pretty or is less expensive, but truly like... I can tell you exactly how that material is going to wear over time. So uh, there's going to be a bonus episode on everything repairs around countertop. Okay. All right, guys, I will take a beautiful photo of this. I will post this and I really hope you guys are enjoying your summer and I will join you for countertop week um, next week. And I'll share a little bit about what we did in Vegas. Okay. Talk soon. Great kitchen design and incredible functionality should not cost an arm and a leg. That's why I created Kitchen Remodel Rockstar, a membership group exclusive for women that's affordable, honest, and direct. For just $97 a month, we help you explore all those choices running around in your head, like how big is a granite slab and which color should I pick? Is porcelain better than stainless steel? And what will it cost? Should I buy a farmhouse sink in single or double bowl? Or maybe what type of cabinets should I buy? Should I buy custom? Should I do a reface? I'm really lost, right? And finally, how do I even figure out the ideal cabinet layout? Well, that and so much more is what we cover inside of KRR. It's like kitchen therapy, because let's face it, planning a kitchen remodel is stressful. So many decisions to make, it's hard to know who to trust. And that's where I come in. Look, my program has helped over 10,000 women across the country create their own kitchen system 
that blends high-end functionality with gorgeous design without overdrafting your checking account. So jump on in today and let's see how we can help you get your dream kitchen for less stress and money. Just like Jessica, quote, I can't believe how much I learned already. This was worth the cost and it's been two days. I am so excited to start exploring countertop options now. My anxiety is completely gone. Thank you, thank you for this group. So hey, I really wanna add your story one day and I hope you join because this is a safe and affordable place for women just like you to explore what they wanna create in their dream kitchen and get straightforward answers in real time. Just think, for $97, there's no more waiting or wondering if you're making the right decision. Now you will feel confident in every single choice and know that you have created the best dream kitchen you can for you. I hope to see you inside the club today. Go over to krr.com to sign up. That's kitchenremodelrockstar.com today.